All right, what's up? You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. We got Andy Minio in the building. How you doing, sir? Said it right. I like it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we, we we had a whole controversy about how to say your name. Our DJ is famous for, it's, it's a rite of passage. He says every artist's name wrong. So if he hasn't said your name wrong, you ain't really nobody yet. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's, great. it's a rite of passage. And My he, mother used to do that to restaurants <laughs> we'd go to. It's the worst. But it was the best at the same time. Dude, I mean, we're, we're so excited to finally be sitting down with you, man. We've been tracking you since you had a different name. And now you're, like, blowing up, killing it. So uh, we want to kind of just kind of get a feel for who you are. Yeah. Um, and I want to... First, actually, you know what? Everybody knows who you are. Let's talk about the Arrow, the, the last two uh-huh. the last two EPs, right? The you Arrow talked, and the Sword. And the Sword. Yeah. You talked about Doubt. And I heard you talk about it with the, I think it was the uh, Roommates podcast. Yep. Yep. Talked about Doubt. And I want to kind of get into that because um, I really appreciate what you said. Thank because, you. Because um, I think we're in an age now where it's time to start being honest about where we are as Christians. Sure. Um, and I remember he was talking about how, like, you could put out a facade, right, of everything being good all the time. And there's not a lot of space, especially with your spotlight, to um, be honest and to yep. be to actually go through a journey with Christ. Everybody expects you to already got it figured sure, out. Sure, sure, yeah. What's your journey since that? Um, those two EPs? Um, are you still processing through all that stuff? And, and what's your advice for artists that are in the same space? Yeah. A buddy of mine, um, Sho Baraka, said in an interview one time, he said, here's my opinion at this moment. And I always loved that because what it said was, by the time this is out, it could have changed you yeah. know what I'm saying or yeah. this you know I might be at a different spot next time you talk to me I always appreciated that because it, it gives room it gave room for himself to be a growing and evolving person yeah. in the public which all of us are um, growing about some people have a public platform some don't but um, you know for me those EPs uh, were really created in a time where there was a lot of confusion in my faith and in some ways there still is Um, And I think for a lot of us, the election of Donald Trump, of the 44th president, was really a moment for a lot of people that it kind of kind of like pulled the curtain back on like America, Christianity, um, where a lot of people's allegiance lied. And I think it was just like, you know, it's there, you know, that like racism and you know that um, like favoritism and all kinds of things like classism all that stuff is there but it's one of those moments when someone when it's really laid out in front of you that you're like oh and it's kind of a (laughs) shock and i think there's a lot of people um grieving like you got to remember right around that time 2015 2016 we were seeing black kids getting murdered like every week and with social media stuff i mean that's just such traumatic images of that guy, um, Philando, yeah, like that was, that taking was his last yeah. breaths on Instagram Live with his girlfriend, and just got shot by a cop. And the guy, yeah. after he shot him, he's still standing yeah. over him, like breathing. Like, <gasps> yeah. I told him, you know. Yeah. And you're like, bro, you just killed the man. He's not gonna do nothing to you. You're yeah. still standing there, terrified. Yeah. And you're just seeing like images like this over and over again. And then you're seeing, um, you know. Donald Trump get elected into office and knowing that 81% of evangelical Christians put that man there yeah. and and uh, you know and it's just kind of one of those wake up calls where you're like oh this is what we're dealing oh. with 
this is what's going on. You guys are those guys. Yup, like, and and so there was a lot of grieving, like just for the loss and like the the lack of care for Black lives, Um, the lack of responsiveness from the white American church, which had which had been a lot of who we saw as our brothers and sisters and rallied around together, and um, so. A lot of that's happening and a lot of questioning of, like, why are things the way that they are? God, where are you in this? And then the question that I was having a lot was, like, okay, if I have learned about God through these people, yet when these things happen, they're nowhere to be found, I have to question what I've learned from these people. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a lot of what I call deconstructing of what I believed about God. Mm. And the the terrifying thing about deconstructing what you believe is that you don't know if when you get to the end of it, if you'll be left with nothing. Gotcha. Yeah. And you don't know if you let go of what you believe that you'll um, end up not believing anything. Yeah. And then a lot of what you built your life on, your family on, your marriage on, your friendships on, your church community on could all essentially, it's like it could be in jeopardy. Yeah. And so that's why, um, you know, Kanye put out an album, the uh, the Yay album. Mm-hmm. And I remember it had just come out and I was walking through the airport. Like, you know, I check out everything that comes out. And I put it on and I was in the bathroom and one of that, that one song called Ghost Town. Mm-hmm came on and I'm like in the bathroom and all of a sudden I just start crying Oh wow! and I was like what is going on like I'm in a public bathroom like in the airport yeah. like oh, <laughs> and I was like it's something was so beautiful and at the end of the song um 070 Shake the girl at the end was saying um I let go of everything that I believed uh, I put my hand on the stove to see if I still bleed mm-hmm. and nothing hurts anymore. Yeah. I feel kind of free. And I was like, <laughs> I had to rewind it and listen to the lyrics to find out why I was Because it hit my yeah. emotional center, but yeah. I didn't even know what I was. So I had to, I was like, why did I just respond that way? And it was because he said, I, I was letting go of everything I once believed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. Yeah. And um, so. It was a very scary time, but I think, you know, like um, questioning your faith or asking questions or having doubt is is usually not welcomed in a lot of circles because people feel like it's um it's dishonoring to God mm-hmm. or that you're a bad person or a bad Christian if you question things. And really, like I, I I hope that through these projects we would dispel that. Yeah, you know that that. God can handle us being honest with him and coming to him and asking questions and, you know, um, bringing our doubts and our fears because then they can be addressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just um, sitting, you know, underneath the surface and kind of eating us alive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, there was this one quote that I love. It's, uh, you know, the opposite of faith isn't doubt. It's fundamentalism. Yeah. Which is like... I don't have any questions because I got all the answers. Mm. I don't have any doubts because I'm 100% sure about all of this. And it's like, well, then how come the Bible is very clear that like you have to walk by faith, not by sight? Yeah, yeah. You literally have to exercise faith. And faith can exist when there's doubt. Yeah. It can't exist when there's absolutely no doubt. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, it's just this beautiful tension that I've found, uh, you know, working through that as a human and then as an artist expressing those things and I think uh, 
you know, through this time of questioning, like asking questions, reassessing what I believe, reconstructing what I believe, I found other camps, other circles, other tribes, you know, that aren't so, um, that aren't so up in arms about questions like this, yeah. you know, that they're very welcoming and opening to that, those kind of conversations. And it just felt like I've found a, a new home in a lot of ways and, and, uh, that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling and to grow the way I'm growing and to challenge the things I've challenged. So. During that time of like questioning and doubt and disbelief, how much did you lean on your team and how much did it help to have a team of artists around you or people around you who, who care about you during that yeah. time? Yeah, man. Like We have a group text with like a bunch of the guys from Reach and outside of Reach, but just basically like the homies. And it was great to... Um, to be able to text them and to yeah. talk about stuff and like even as everything was happening in those years 2015 2016 we were sharing each other's thoughts vulnerability in there and it felt good to uh yeah to just have other guys that were going through it thinking through it encouraging each other so i'd say that was a big part it seems Definitely like coming out on the other side good honestly what you're saying is closer to God than a lot of where those people are because if you're in a place where you think everything I, I, I figured out everything out mm-hmm. anybody who says something that's a little bit off I'm going to attack them online mm-hmm. you know that kind of space is almost a little bit further away from God you think he wants you to be in that vulnerable I yeah. need you all the time space what's going to get the, the crew that we're talking about to move away from that that um, legalistic you know, Pharisee like yep. Um, adherence to this um, not just church but like the whole politics of church yeah it seems like there's like a, almost like a another thing controlling the church beyond just the walls that's a bigger conversation I think about church and church structure which I have also been questioning and rethinking through quite a bit yeah um but that we probably need another podcast for that <laughs> <laughs> but uh for me um, what I think is, you know, what I said in, in, in clarity was like, all I want is clarity because all my heroes are frauds just like me. Yeah. What we're finding out is like we're in the era of finding out that all our heroes are frauds yeah. and that like you see R. Kelly coming down, mm. Michael Jackson coming down, like yeah. everything is like being exposed. Yeah. All of these actors, actresses, uh, Hollywood, Weinstein, like... Yeah. It's just like no, the secrets can no longer be yeah. held. And so these pristine images of people are going to continue to be demolished because of our accessibility to information and, and videos and, you know, all that stuff. So what I've had to realize is like, yo, all of my heroes are frauds. All the people that I've really looked up to, they're just broken people. Mm-hmm. And they're not these like glorified, like they have all the right answers. Like I, I like I once envisioned them, and that's why at the end of the chorus I turn it back on me because all of my heroes are frauds just like me. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm no different from these people. And even mm. if people look up to me, I mean, I've been saying this since Heroes for Sale. That's yeah. why I said like your heroes are for sale because they can be bought. You buy, yeah. you buy into this yeah. concept of of heroes, and there's only one hero, like true hero. So, um, I think what happens is you live a little bit more life, and. Um, your idealism usually starts to get shattered mm-hmm. because, like, it's it's like the um it's like the Kyrie Irving situation, okay? Right? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> you perked up. <laughs> I've been here the whole nah, time. Honestly, here, here, it's, it's, it's like this. It's like Kyrie Irving is like, yo, I carried us to victory. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, 
I should be the number one guy. Yeah. I should be the man. So I'm a I'm a change teams and I'm a build my own thing. Okay. Okay. And then you get the phone call. Yo, LeBron. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I up. didn't realize how much weight, yeah. how much responsibility, how much work. I didn't get it because I was just young. Yeah. And LeBron, the OG, is like. You know what I'm saying? He's been through it. Yep. He's seen. So I think sometimes just in our youngness, whether it's in a physical age or just a spiritual age, in our youngness and our prematureness, sometimes we can just be super critical of people. Yeah. If I was doing it, I would have done it like this. Until people get there and they realize how difficult it is to navigate, that's usually what humbles people. Yeah. You know, I've gotten so many phone calls. I've tried to tell people, talk to people, even people on the label, young dudes I try to bring under my wing, and they're like, they're like, nah, bro, you're bugging. A year later, I get the Le- LeBron phone call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, yo, my bad, son. I didn't know. Everybody's, everybody is a, um, you know, an armchair coach. Mm-hmm. Everybody could pop off on Twitter and talk about what they would do and what they wouldn't do. But you don't know those people's lives. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think life happens and you get humbled. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what um, contributes to that. And then there's another route that you could take, which is the Aaron Rodgers route, mm. which is... I'm going to sit out and yep. I'm going to uh, be I'm patient watch. and I'm mm-hmm. going to watch and I'm going to wait and I'm not going to be critical and I'm not going to force myself to the front. And when my time comes, I'll be ready and I'll be humble to learn. And I like that approach a lot better. And I've seen a lot more wins with with that. So what what is it in front of you? Like, uh, what are you looking forward to now? Because, I mean, a lot of people that, you know, send music to us or whatever, they would yeah. love to be where you are. Sure. Right? Um, and they look up to you as yeah. a guy. I mean, I have people in my head. What what's what's the next mountain for you to conquer? Um, well, you know, for me, like it's been incredible to be a part of the Christian community because when I started making music, I was like, "Yo, I love God, I love hip hop," and I didn't have any places in the world that existed like that. Yeah, and I yeah. found this community, mm-hmm. and I was sharing my music, and people were like, "Yo, we need more of this." And then Lecrae was doing it, and Ambassador, and all these other guys, and the truth. And I was like, "Man, this is so cool. This is a little home, you know." Especially when you, when you're looking for home, you're looking for an identity, you're looking for some of those things. At that age, 18, 19, 20 years old, this was like everything. This was my world, and I'm so grateful for it because it gave me sp- uh, space to grow. Yeah. And this is even why I want to come and contribute to this. Yeah. Because this culture is so important for. Um, for you know people that are trying to find an alternative to yeah. like what's out in the world and and uh you know and even in in my own like arrogance and my youngness i made fun of this space yeah you know what i'm saying i was like nah this is corny you know and i just wish i never said those things because i feel like it was more harmful than it was um helpful yeah and I, you know i always want to challenge people towards excellence i think we need to do stuff better and grow but Every time there's a new thing, a new genre, a new space or whatever, there's always those weird beginnings yeah, of like, you just trying to figure it out and there's growing pains. Yeah. But unless you invest, unless you give back, um, you know, it's hard to see those things elevate. I think about stuff like Latin trap. Yeah. It's like one of the biggest genres in the world right now. But if you listen to the early stuff of it, it was yeah. like, yo, y'all are just stealing. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. really low quality, yeah. bad. It's just like, but now it's grown and become a thing. So, um, so you want to? So I want to, you know, I want to invest here, but I also want to. I want to take my fans with me into other spaces. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it'd be nice to see this grow 
to a larger audience, not just for you know fame, success, money, but because if you feel like you have a, a good message, a positive thing to offer the world, then I want it to be able to grow beyond just this space. And um, you know, there's been a lot of confusion around that. Yeah, People I, think that you want to disassociate yourself from being Christian, or yeah. and it, and it's really like, man, nah. Everybody's gonna have their own mission. They're gonna have their own. Um, Goal. Some people want to make music for the church. Some people want to make music from the church. I think all of it's good. And, um, and yeah, for me, I would love to get into radio, mainstream radio. I'd love to be making records and collaborating with people outside of our space. Yeah. Um, and we've already started to do that. And, you know, it, it comes with its with the hits, you yeah. know, the criticism yeah, and all that course, stuff. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you trying to, you know? Yeah. But... I think if God is sending you to do that stuff, like he'll give you the grace to do it as well. That's dope. And, um, you know, I hope people would support and see the mission in that. Mm-hmm. Like that helping helping that thing grow is helping more people be introduced to the music. I could tell you so many stories, man. Like like when Lecrae did the record with Ty Dolla Sign, how much mm-hmm. criticism he got. Mm-hmm. But then when he's floating around to these radio interviews... And he comes into the radio station and people are like, oh, my God, bro, thank you for being here. Like this, this stuff never happens, man. Like people don't come into this space and like it's so refreshing and he's getting to pray with people, talk with people. It's like people don't get to see that. All they get to see is the music video and and to criticize from Twitter. So, um, you know, I I just hope that uh, people see the mission and, and help participate in it as they already have been yeah you know which has been great man we, we have a million questions for you we don't want to keep you too too long but um i just want to know immediate future you working on anything right now that right we can now. get excited about um any any big changes coming any anything at all that we can end off with with a bang yes you got some news more projects on the way okay. i'm actually the reason why they're pressing me now is because i gotta go shoot another okay. thing that we're hopefully gonna get ready to drop here uh, real soon and then working on some music for the summer as well um and so yeah actively like okay i don't know when this is coming out but okay by the time uh, we'll, this comes we'll out, make sure it gets more. in front of it yeah but yeah two projects this year scheduled um and i'm heading to one right now to to, to, to work on thanks it. for sitting with us man we yeah, appreciate man, you sir for sure and let's get back up and finish these combos absolutely man it's a big conversation Thank you guys you in the field with appreciate the track stars ryan right to shantan and dj jeremiah let go